Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. So welcome to this week's podcast where I have a really special guest with me and her name is Amy. So quick hello, Amy. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Jane. So Amy and I worked together and before we jumped on the podcast, we were talking about when it was and we actually worked together in the first half of last year, so 2022. And part of my reason of asking Amy to come on the podcast was to have a really good catch up because it's been over 12 months since we worked together. And I really love working with Amy and I wanted to have a really good chat about what life is like now. But before we jump into Amy's journey and all of that, I would love to ask Amy to introduce herself and share anything you feel you want to share about yourself, Amy, before we jump into your bariatric journey. Thank you. So I am Amy. I'm 42 from Christchurch, New Zealand. I didn't have the best start to my weight loss surgery journey. However, I have had such an awesome outcome that I'm so pleased that everything that went wrong went wrong because I've learned some invaluable tools that will set me up for the rest of my life. That's so positive. So yeah, well, it is sometimes when things go wrong, they are a learning opportunity. And when I shared this with Amy before, when I jumped on, like I reviewed back the notes, our coaching notes and the work we did together. And I was reflecting on Amy came to me, you, you were vomiting, bringing food up, hair loss, reflux. When we were working together, you got some internal bleeding and you weren't having a great time. How long after your surgery did we start working together? At what point after surgery did you reach out for support? Possibly nine month mark. And I think I'd struggled from six months. Yeah. So wish I'd done it sooner. Yeah. Because that's really hard. So can you take us back to that point and what had happened up to the, the six month mark had been smooth sailing and then kind of the wheels started falling off, so to speak? No, it had never been smooth sailing. I left the hospital to come home to a national lockdown. I'd been given a prescription that I shouldn't have been, which was anti-inflammatories. And all weight loss surgery patients know that that's a big no-no. So that started some complications. It all came right till about the six-month mark. I'd stopped losing weight by this stage. I was so sick, no energy. I had clumps of hair coming out, like bald patches. My Mm. nails had split right down to the nail bed. I looked 10 years older, if not older than I actually was. Yeah, like hair started to go gray, wrinkles appearing, could hardly get out of bed. It was absolutely miserable. Luckily, someone somewhere showed me your Facebook page and jumped on 
and it was amazing. It really, really was. It was just what I needed in the words and terms that I needed. Got me through a very, very dark stage. Oh, that's wonderful because I know also when I was reviewing coaching notes and when we started off working together, we set goals and yeah, protein was there, but all of these challenges and how do you get protein when you feel so crummy and you don't always know exactly how to get it in, you feel tired. It's hard to look after yourself when you're tired and hard to do all the change and feeling so run down and so depleted but also with reflux and all of that. So, And also what I read, and you can comment on this, was the feeling of cravings. Mm-hmm. And it all does link together. Definitely. The cravings were outrageous. They'd never been bad like they were before surgery. But I think it was my body screaming out that it had been deprived for so long. Yeah. Not only had the surgery cut it back, but I had cut it back because I was under the diet mentality. Um, And then when I learned to let it go from your help, it stopped. And that diet mentality, it's not surprising, Amy, that people bring it into their weight loss surgery journey because you've been practicing and and being in that state for so long for most, a lot of people before their surgery. And less is not better. You need to feed yourselves good food and good protein and all of that. I worked with a surgeon that explained or talked about the spiral. And this is how he explained it. I really relate to this. Is you feel good, you don't eat well, and you kind of spiral down. And then it's hard to look after yourself when you self-care, when you feel so crummy, but then you start feeling better and you kind of start spiraling up because you've got the energy to do more self-care. And also you feel better about yourself. So how is that dieting mindset for you now? Because it's really a long-term project to break that mindset. It is definitely one of the hardest things I've had to do. Basically, if I hear something and I think it's too good to be true, it actually is. And there's nothing like the basics. Place anything. Stick to that. So just touching also on that complications you had in the early days, was that from a hospital that didn't clear on how to care for bariatric? Was it a a specific primary care doctor or was it a hospital? It was my weight loss surgeon. Really? Okay. Well, that's not ideal, is it? No, but everything yeah. happens for a reason. I never would have met you. Yes, okay. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's lovely. So what's been happening over the last 12 months? Because I know we've kept in contact in Instagram. I'll say, hi, how are you going? How's life? All of that. Oh, gosh, that was really Aussie. And everyone, before we jumped on the podcast, we're just talking about accents because... I was saying she doesn't love the New Zealand accent. I'm like, oh, what about the Australian accent? And I just sometimes can slip into really, really Aussie. How's it going, mate? But yeah, I've had some contact. We catch up. But yeah, I'd love to hear more about what the last 12 months has been like for you. It's been amazing. So I have no ball patches. I have way more hair than I ever have had before. So much so that I get it thinned out. That's never happened in my life. Uh, I have amazing energy. I'm doing some really crazy things, like I'm back on the marathon track. Well, talk to me about that. Tell me what you mean. Like you were, are you working towards doing a marathon? Yeah. So it was going to be a half marathon with a few friends, and then we found one that it's a full marathon over a weekend. And so you pick and start your start time and your finish time uh, and you just have to do it within that time period the only problem is you don't know where it starts 
and you don't know exactly what part of the country it's in or the terrain. It's 42 and a little bit Ks of unknown. So it may be river crossings. It may be up a steep mountain. It might be on the flat. <laughs> we won't know till about 12 hours prior. Oh, they should. They only give you that amount of notice, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And how many of you are doing that? Four of us. And when is that? How long have you got to train for? Till March next year. Oh, great. That's lovely. That's amazing. Good on you. Look, you've always been active. Yes. And you don't sit around. You're involved in lots of things. So that's wonderful. And you're looking great. And yeah, your hair, wonderful. Before we jumped on the call as well, you said, and, and I thought this is a really great thing to chat about because it really normalizes the bariatric journey, but it's not all eat this and eat that. It all just falls into place. There can be challenges. You can need support. And then you can have times if everything's working well, but then life can push you off course. And you said it was something that we talked a little bit about putting on, having some weight regain and then going back to basics. And I'd love you to talk a bit more about that. Yeah, so I just became really comfortable. Like things were going great and I was feeling amazing and I could socialize and it was like life before, but winning, like the weight was coming off and then when it started to creep on, I was like, oh, well, it's only two kilos. It will come off. Two kilos turned to four, four was 10. And then I was like, you know, not feeling good in myself. It was a little bit harder at the gym. You know, walking was starting to hurt. And I was like, right, I need to do something. So I grabbed my old notes, went back through them, listened to the podcast, back to basics. And it came off pretty quickly, like within weeks. And it wasn't as fast as before, but I'm back to feeling really good and energetic again. That's fantastic. You're saying you went back to some of the notes from when we worked together. Is there anything that really popped out from what we worked on that you found really valuable? Writing everything down. So yeah. when you've had a good week, you've got it there to go back on. Actually check what you are eating because your 60 grams of chicken might not be 60 grams. I found that I thought I knew what it was, but... My 60 grams was anywhere between 40 to 120. Yes. So not good. Um, and just protein first, like a couple of mouthfuls of protein, a little bit of carb. That's all that you need to focus on some days. Great. Love that. I really want people to know it's all about keeping it simple because we diets, it's do this, do that, da, 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 all this stuff. And who can do all of it and who can maintain that? So Thank you so much. And I've had over 8,000 downloads so far of my podcast. So thank you. You've contributed. That's really, really lovely. And so you're going to do a marathon. What else does your having lost uh, a good portion of weight and you're being healthier and lighter, what does that meant for you, Amy? Just everything. I go out more at work. I can work longer. I'm not tired. I don't have to sit down constantly. Not that we have hot summers here in New Zealand, but the heat doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, I feel internally happy. I can't describe it any other way. Like healthy, feeling great. My mental health is amazing. Like wish for better. Fantastic. And before surgery, which is a little while ago for you, and you may not have, like that was over two years ago. If you could take yourself back there, can you remember what you were concerned about 
to have surgery. Can you remember some of those thoughts that were going through your mind about the decision to have surgery? I was so embarrassed that if I ever fell over, that the fire brigade would need to be called in to lift me. And the job that I do, I would not actually be able to use any of the equipment that we sell. And I couldn't really be here and do that and fake it. So it was kind of a put the pride on the line and needed to change. Yep. And you're so happy you've done it. Definitely. Honestly, it was worth all the setbacks to get to where I am now. Yeah, fantastic. And when it comes to, and I talk about this a lot, lifestyle change and habits after weight loss surgery, there's a lot of change. What's been the hardest adjustment for you? Because sometimes people say, that's okay, it's certain things, whether it's the emotional side or more of a scheduling side, what's been the hardest adjustments for you? Now tell me, is this you? You have had your bariatric surgery and you're feeling lost. You're lacking support and you don't know what to eat and when. Or you may have noticed after your surgery, your hunger and cravings have started to return and you are scared you won't reach your goals. You may have had some weight regain and you wanna stop the weight regain and lose some more weight. You may be pre-surgery and you want support to be fully prepared for your weight loss surgery journey. If any of these sound like you, then listen up. I have developed my bariatric nutrition bootcamp just for you. My coaching program provides education, coaching and community for people getting ready for their weight loss surgery and at every stage after their surgery. There are four key areas that I focus on with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp. One is the bariatric nutrition basics. You will learn what and how to eat so you feel satisfied, reach your protein and fluid goals and have less cravings and know how to manage your hunger in the future. Meal ideas and meal planning. You'll learn to plan meals and snacks that you like so you have great options on hand when it comes time to eat. Also, we focus on mastering weight regain habits, identifying any habits that are stopping you from reaching your goals and create manageable strategies to get back on the straight and narrow so you can manage your weight for the rest of your life. And also, I focus with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp on learning to trust your body and food. Start to enjoy your food again by relearning to listen to your body cues so you have less guilt and improve your relationship with food and your body. If you are ready to maximize your weight loss surgery results, feel confident in your journey and be led with support and expert guidance, then the Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp is for you. If you would like to know more about my coaching program, check out the link in the show notes. Definitely the not drinking 30 minutes after eating. I am not a coffee drinker. I love water uh, and I love to sip constantly. That was my biggest struggle was to not constantly drink. The other struggle that I have is that no one can keep up with me. So if we are out walking, I'm almost sprinting and I'm jumping along and it can annoy some people. 
Well, that's a great thing to have, isn't it? Because you have all that energy. And how have you found the social side? Because you're very social. I know you've got a supportive partner and he obviously knew, but have you told many people? And what has that been like for you navigating that after surgery? Not many people know. I did start to tell a few people at the start and they got very, very angry that I was going to do it. The comments came out was you'll put the weight straight back on. It's not worth it. It's cheating. So I stopped telling people, but people have never actually noticed or asked. They just think that I became really active and lost it that way. But even like eating in public or drinking, I've never drunk alcohol, I've never drunk coffee. So people have not known from that. Uh, And because I don't sit down, I guess people have never actually paid attention that I might only pick at meals. Yeah, so it's it's never never come up. And I don't know why I was worried about it for so long because no one actually notices or cares what you do or what you eat. Only you think Mm. it's an issue. Mm. And do you know anyone else that's had the surgery? Yes. Since... (laughs) looking for like ways of how to deal with things I have noticed and gone up to a few people being like hey have you had surgery and they said they have and I'm like oh me too and you just you wouldn't notice like it's so common but we're so embarrassed Um, I think over here it's not as widely accepted yet which is a shame because there's not the support either yeah and it is definitely a shame but also I know that there's more people out there that have had it than you think. And that's what you've noticed when you've kind of after surgery picked up and thought that person could possibly have had surgery. But it's getting there, Amy. People are talking about it more. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do my podcast, to really talk about it and also have Australian Kiwi voices on there talking about it. Fair enough, but there's currently more American. There's, there's quite a few American podcasts, but I wanted to, yeah, have more of a chat about it and have more opportunity for people like yourself to share your journey because other people will listen to what you've talked about and relate to it completely agree I wish that there was someone who I had been able to hear prior or when I was in the early stages of when things weren't going right to know that it will be okay it's only short term and you will get through it yeah and support is so important and I talk a lot about building a team and reaching out And not just to a uh, bariatric dietitian, but having a really good primary care provider or a psychologist or a Pilates instructor, people that know and support you because it's not a journey you need to do by yourself. Completely agree. It's something you should not do by yourself, to be honest. You have to have a team. So before we wrap up, because I really appreciate your time and I know you're at work at the moment. I think you're probably in your lunch break or is it the end of the day for you? (laughs) End of the day, just. Of the day, yeah, I was kind of like, where are you? Time zone, end of the day, beautiful. If somebody's listening to this and they are going through a really tough time, like you did before you reached out to me with feeling crummy and reflux, not tolerating foods, what's your advice? What are your words of wisdom for them? Breathe and yeah. one thing at a time. Yeah. Don't change everything just one small bite each day will get you what you need beautiful that's lovely advice really keeping it achievable because it can feel like you're in a bit of a hole 
and it's yes. how to get out is just one little bit at a time. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's so lovely to catch up with you. I am going to mark in my diary because I'm thinking coming back after your marathon on the podcast, absolutely amazing to share your experience, the highs, the lows. There's an amazing book and I've had, oh, actually, I think I've had, Tra I've had Tracy running thoughts. That's amazing story. Podcast. So she's got a book and I've just, just clicked all in then. That is something that may really speak to you on your journey. Yes. Definitely. I've actually started to follow her and she's she's amazing. Beautiful. I was laughing when I was chatting to her because I'm a walker and she's like, oh God, I can't walk. It's just too boring. <laughs> so slow. She was, yeah. Well, she loves running and yeah, and really amazing. And I'd love to keep in, obviously keep in contact. I really appreciate your time and your generosity of sharing your, your sharing your journey. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So everyone, thank you so much for your time and your support with my podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have enjoyed today's episode, I'd love a rating or a review in my podcast uh, because it really helps people decide if they're going to listen to a podcast. So thank you so much. And I really look forward to being back in your ears next week. Bye for now.